All right, well, I am recording, so you you hit those tunes whenever. Should I keep the lemurs, or should I change my background? No, keep it, dude. I keep love it? it? All right, I'm going to keep it. That's kind of why I had it. Now a thing. Yep. I wasted way too much time trying to find the right background. You have no idea. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 195. And today we are talking about sacred and symbolic animals in different countries and cultures. Uh, I'm chilling here with my lemur buddies, and we are excited to talk about some significant animals, what their cultural meanings might be, uh, and also some animals, too, that you might associate with certain cultures. You know, if I say the word cow, what comes to mind? Dragon, uh, panda, monkey. You know, there's all sorts of different animals we'll be talking about today. So if you're an animal lover and a culture lover, stay tuned. We're bringing lots of gems to you today. And my uh, zookeeper and my expert on everything in the animal kingdom, my buddy Jared. What's going on, Jared? It's me, the zookeeper. That's what they call me. I love that. <laughs> uh, that's like some like morning radio station. Welcome <laughs> to the zoo. I'm the zookeeper. I wish I had some animal to play, but I don't. Um, Ooh, you need like an elephant like doing oh. the thing or something or... I uh, once oh, I, I keep forgetting to pull up my soundboard for some. You do reason. have a drop though too that says "slipping on gator piss," I which do. I think also would be a very zookeeper type thing. Welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. I'm Jared the Zookeeper. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, yes, perfect. Um, uh, your background, by the way, is fun yet terrifying. Those mm. beady orange eyes staring at me. Four, I got four eyes staring at me now. Um, if you want to see this, by the way, you can see us on YouTube. You could see Chad's terrifying lemur friends. You could see my face. Uh, Spread you can a little also love. See our faces on uh, on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one. I've been going on a retweeting ret- retweeting spree. Dude, mm. did you hear what um, about what uh, the Chinese government put out in? This one, I can pull it up. Uh uh-uh. uh no. Pull I'm gonna. It up. I'll, I'll well, pull it up because I just I can, retweeted. I can, all right. I was going to say, I could um, probably pull it up, too. So the China Xinhua News. Xinhua. Xinhua News. Okay. So this is uh, verified Twitter, China Mm -hmm. Xinhua News. China, we discovered a new virus, America. So what? China, it's dangerous, America. It's only the flu. China, wear a mask, America. Don't wear a mask. And they have a <laughs> video that goes along with it that so far has about 44,000 retweets okay. of um, two Legos reenacting essentially what I just, uh, what I, or not two, but Legos reenacting what I just told you. So America is represented by a Statue of Liberty, um, by a Statue of Liberty. Uh, America, like Lego, and then mm-hmm. China, the, and then China is they're represented by like just just you know normal looking, not normal looking, normal looking Lego humans is what I'm okay. saying. Uh, and it says uh, January we discovered a new virus, America. So what? It's dangerous. It's only a flu. Um, and then okay, built okay. So they say hospital built in ten days. We say show off. Uh, February, it's overwhelming our medical system. This is what China says. America mm-hmm. says, look how backwards China is. And China says... Did the America-, America say that, though? I don't know. This I don't I have, know. I have so many qualms about all of this, Jared. Can I... I I've been trying <laughs> to hold my thing, tongue. No, no, uh, no. no I, but the reason I'm bringing... It's like we're being trolled. <laughs> right. Right. By China on Twitter. <laughs> right. Which is or kind of ironic because outlet, Twitter which... is not even accessible in China unless you have a VPN. Right. Check so out who our is this Great for? Firewall of China episode for more on that. Right. Which um, was our last episode. No, it was two episodes ago. Two episodes ago. So but, who yeah. is this for, you know? Like, it's for us. Right. They're trolling us. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, here, here's the thing. There's, there's a few things in there that I think are worth discussing that are a, a little true. I mean, it's exaggerated because they're sure. obviously trolling us. But there's also some other things that I think are, are also fairly biased. Um, number one, the mask thing, I think, has been an issue in the States. There are still some people out there that mm-hmm. think it is, you know, it, infringing upon their freedoms and rights for them to wear a mask. Yes. And, uh, and I have two words for those people. 
Uh, one starts with an F. The other one starts oh. with a U or a Y. Yes. I guess the word is U. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. Apparently, I can't spell when I get angry uh, talking about people who don't want to wear masks. But here's the thing: it's just I view it as a common decency. You know, if you're in public, you know, right now we don't know unless you have had the virus mm-hmm. and uh, and have the antibodies for it and have taken an antibody test. I view it as looking out for our friends, our neighbors, and our our fellow humans. You know, when, whenever yeah. I go out in public, I try to stay at home as much as possible. The few times I've gone in public, I wear a mask, uh, either what a mask of, or something. Yeah. What kind of mask do you wear? So I actually still have. Uh, oh, you have a proper N95 95 mask, mask uh, that I had with me in China. Um, I actually just got. Um, I haven't really gone outside. Other, like, I get my groceries, they just put it in my car, and then I drive away. So, like, I haven't really gone out into a public space since this Mm -hmm. thing really started. Although I did get a uh, mask today, Mm -hmm. and I'm considering um, making making a trip to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Just because... Getting it through the like the website works and all, but one you forget mm-hmm. stuff sometimes, and it takes a yep. while to do it. Like it takes like a sure. week to find a time sure. slot to do it because they're so packed. But I can show you my mask. Oh, let's see it. I'm curious to see what Jared's got. It's right here. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So it, yeah, but I, I do think I do think that was an issue earlier on. I think I think we could have maybe and look, I'm no medical doctor. But I think we could have definitely prevented the spread a little bit more. Uh, I'm sure you've seen there's tons of memes out there. Um, maybe you haven't, Jared, because you're not on Facebook anymore. But there's been a, one meme that's really popular that's been circulating. I've seen through a few people at least where they use the analogy of um, Americans saying don't use a mask because earlier on the CDC had said, oh, you don't need them. They don't really work. Well, mm. here's the thing, Jared. Here's here's the funny thing is now that we've kind of done a complete 180. Um and uh, and now the whole thing is that you uh, if if you imagine somebody peeing right, this I is the often, meme that's yeah, okay. right. This has been the meme that's have been going been on around Facebook. <laughs> I have Jared, um, and so so basically it says, well, think about it. So if you uh, if someone is peeing right, mm-hmm. if they have if they're naked and you're naked, you're gonna get pretty damn wet, right? If they have pants on and they pee, you're probably oh. not gonna get wet at all. If they have pants on, and if you have pants on, the likelihood of you getting wet is much, much smaller to maybe even non-existent. Um, that makes sense. So the, I think it's the same thing with the masks. Sure, yeah. Yeah. That's a weird analogy, but okay. <laughs> super super weird, but that's what's been going on around Facebook right now. Since I'm you're like, not I on there it, anymore, I figured out. But I don't even know how you. to feel about that. So, um, dude, today is a sad day. Why is today, that? Uh, within about two and a half hours, I mm-hmm. would be. Th- I technically, or I would have been on a flight to go to Paris today, mm. which is which is really ironic. You mentioned that, Jared, because I got an alert uh, yesterday saying, "Don't forget, your flight is leaving from Detroit to Moscow." So today also would have been the day my girlfriend would fly. Oh, okay. Had so she you'd be leaving? <laughs> no, no. Um, wow. But yeah, so it's you're right though, dude. Like the time has flown, and it is a sad day. But um, yeah, hopefully and you it, can. Because uh-huh. it would, I, I would. It, it does feel like it's flown now, but like I haven't even really thought about the flight since right. like the beginning of March, essentially, when which was mm-hmm. you know, two months ago at this point, when right. I just knew that's like okay, I'm clearly not going to uh, Paris in two months but um yeah it does it did it it has flown by in the sense was like oh wow that would be happening right now so to make up for it i do think i am gonna uh go on a vacation or not go on a vacation a staycation yeah a staycation a take vacation days uh nice this week good just you know you know for some what is it r&r rest and relaxation yeah yeah Yeah, have some have some fine french wine exactly some baguettes Yeah, some escargot. Some escargot, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you betcha. Most definitely. Well, Jared, uh, it is a sad day, but I think there's one way we can brighten your day a little bit. That's true. You know, and Spread the, a little one love. way we can do that is definitely by spreading some love. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first shout out today, uh, spreading the love to uh, Hong Kong, the the government of Hong Kong, because every resident is to get a reusable mask as the city is trying to start this new normal. Uh, and still continuing the fight against COVID-19. Um, so 
Their plan is to mask the city's uh, uh, 7.5 million people uh, for uh, for free, and this uh, will roll out next week, uh, and the preparations now are at the final stage. Uh, the other interesting thing, though, too, about this, Jared, which is also a really positive thing, is as of today, which is May the 3rd, uh, this has been another day of zero new infections in Hong Kong, which I mm. think is really, really great. Um, I think we need to applaud the efforts made in Hong Kong, also Taiwan and South Korea, because they have really been doing a lot. Also China, too. You know, China has been doing a lot as well. Um, mm. But sending lots of love to Hong Kong right now uh, for giving their citizens free reusable masks. They say, Jared, that these masks will be able to be used at least up to 60 times. I'm assuming there's some type of cloth, oh, or wow. cloth or microfiber, and you can probably just wash them and reuse them, I mm-hmm. would imagine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's great. So shout out to Hong Kong. That's yeah. super awesome. I yeah. have one more shout out today, Jared. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the cast of Parks and Rec has raised $3 million for Feeding America. They did like a special online yeah, where they're all at that. home. It's worth a watch. I saw it. But it it's like really a, funny. But they're, uh-huh. you saw it? Yeah. Okay, see, last time you told me you saw something and I asked you about it, you're like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't couldn't tell you much about it. it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Do you, could so you tell one, me anything about this? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, ironic. I just got another notification about uh, the flight. <laughs> that is right. hilarious. I just got another notification. <laughs> We're flown out today at 420. Um, pour, pour one out for the homies, for everyone who is supposed to be traveling yes. right now. Anyways, back to the Parks and Rec, Jared. Yeah, so the, at least what I saw, they were singing um, Little Sebastian, or whatever the song they wrote to mm. commemorate the, uh, the mini horse uh, that was at the <laughs> fair on the show Parks and Rec. Uh, yeah. Parks and Rec, for those of you who are unaware, is a very popular American sitcom. It's really, really funny. Uh, it's got uh, actors like Amy Pol- uh, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. Uh, but anyways, they Chris raised Pratt, three million dollars. Chris Pratt, right? A bunch of big ones. Um, well, um, were they in? Were they in character? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they. So they. And I, what I heard was that the episode was essentially. <clears throat> so it was through Zoom. The episode, I imagine. Yes. I yeah. heard it was mm-hmm. them like. In character in Pawnee, as if mm-hmm. the you know COVID nineteen was happening to right. them right now. Exactly. That seems. Exactly. Like, I like that. I like it's a, that. It's a cool idea. Yeah. I mean, you've you've seen a lot of a lot of shows do this. You know, mm-hmm. SNL has done stuff, um, which you know. I mean, uh, what do they say, Jared? Art uh, imitates reality. Uh, I don't yeah. know. If you I don't consider know if television art, but some people. I think might. people. I think it is art. So you have to, it's a creation. That's a creative and uh, definitely. Oh, art. for sure. For sure. You know what else is a, Not high art, a work a lot of, of it, art, but Jared? <laughs> and I would say very high art are the untranslatables. I don't know about the untranslatables, but I would say language is a form of mm. art. Well, Jared, we can agree or disagree mm. on this one. I would say the untranslatables are a very fine, exquisite <laughs> right. high art. And I want to start us off today uh, with an untranslatable. All of mine today, Jared, are Cuban. Uh, I've been listening to Cuban music today because it just mm, puts you in I've a great noticed. mood. Uh, stay tuned for our Song of the Pod later, people. Uh, speaking of Cuban music, uh, my first one, though, Jared, is, uh, as I said, Cuban Spanish, and uh, it is uh, Me Resbala. What do you think Me Resbala means? Well, it's like my something. It means it slides off me. It slides off it me? It slides off me. Mm-hmm. Is it well, Me Resbala? Mm-hmm. So me slide, slide off. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, is it um, like a, like a, is it like the same thing as in, as American? Like it doesn't affect me, or it doesn't offend me, or I don't I don't care about what you're saying about uh, me. Y- yeah, you said it. I don't care. Right mm. there. I don't care. Uh, okay. As the Germans and Austrians say, it's sausage to me. Oh, or mm-hmm. in Italy, many freggies. That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, my first one is Estonian. I don't mm-hmm. know why. That's what I decided to go with. Uh, it's a cool country. Pust, Pust, oh, yeah. There's, there's, David's been there, hasn't David's he? been there, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Shout David. out to the... It's actually his birthday today, I think. So oh, shout really? out to the homie oh. David. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, we should get him back. We could totally do that. We should. He's still in the Czech Republic. It'd be interesting to talk to him. Okay. We, just gotta fi- we can figure out the time difference. We're pros at that by now. Anyways, um, yeah. your untranslatable is Estonian. Pustia Let's hear it. Punasek ete tegema. 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 
make something out of wood and paint it red. Is that like to 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 get dolled up to make something look nicer than it is? Uh, no, no, no. To make something out of wood and paint it red. So to, to go crazy. No, <laughs> no. So you look like um, you're making something out of wood and painting it red, there, buddy. So um, I think the best way. So let me give you an example. If if I wanted to, so you're struggling with this. With this, um, with this untranslatable, mm-hmm. I think for me to for, for me to make it clear, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to make some, I'm gonna have to make it out of wood and paint it red for you. You're gonna have to really explain it in great detail. I'll give it to you. All right. To make something abundantly clear and obvious, it's like you gotta okay, like yeah. really make uh-huh. it put it in their face. Crystal like, clear, we would yeah. say. Red Crystal box. clear. Right. Red box. Uh, yeah, right here. It's red. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. I got a couple other Cuban Spanish ones for you, Jared. Uh, all right. This one is great. I love this one. Va a, la ba- va a la Habana y apaga fuego. Okay. I know this one. Go to the Havana. Go to Havana. Go to Havana, Havana, Cuba. And say the next last part again. Y apaga fuego. Oh, and something and get lit on fire. And extinguish fires. Oh, okay. So the Go to Havana and extinguish fires. Is that like hit the town hard? It's like you're going, like you're going uh, raging and sitting in the city or something. You know, I could see where you would say that, Jared. But I think uh, we would use this, like, say, for example, uh, if you were like an, a musician, right? I would say you could say, yeah, they went to they went to Havana and they extinguished fire. Oh, so it's like they like they. Killed on stage, essentially. Blew a crowd away. Yes, and if they kill it on stage, they have a lot of... Fires. Extinguished fires. A lot of... What do they have? What do you need, Jer? If you're a musician and you want to kill it on stage, what do you, what do you have to have? You got you to... Gotta, um, you got to... Um, passion. You need passion. Okay, good. Oh, jeez. Stage presence. Other, other than okay, what else do you need? <laughs> a microphone. <laughs> Some people who who don't have to work very hard, but are very good oh, at someone. Na- something like are. a natural stage, uh, like a not stage, like a natural, uh, a natural talent. Talent. Ta- you need oh. talent. Just oh. means you're talented. That's all it means. Oh, you're talented. Wow. All mm-hmm. right. Wow. Wow. Um, my next one. Wait, so go on stage and extinguish fires? Oh, is this no, me? Go, go to Havana. Go to Havana and extinguish fires. Just, fires. So this person goes to Havana. Oh, I see it now. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, okay. Talented. Mm-hmm. I get it. Makes I sense. Hear, yeah. When I hear it in a, like in a sentence, it makes a little more right. sense to me. Yeah. Um, uh, in, oh, so this my next one is uh, Hindi and I think Urdu both. It's, they use it in both languages. Okay, cool. And it's Chai Pani, which is uh, tea, tea something. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. Chai. <laughs> yeah. I keep uh-huh. forgetting. See, because in in the U.S. at least we it's have tea. chai tea, which is a kind of tea, but really that's just it tea. It just tea. means tea tea. Yeah. Which is fun. Fun fact about tea, real quick, Jared. You know they. Oh, what's the saying now? It's uh, chai by chai by land and tea by sea. So it means if you got tea, if it was shipped over an ocean, we call it tea. If it arrived there via land, they generally call it chai. A little fun fact for you. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is in the U.S. Right. You, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, well yeah, U.S., U.S., the tea had to be shipped, right? Right, Can't right, right. Yeah, I got you, I got mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, so tea and what's the next part of tea your Tea and water. Like, tea and water. It's like peanut butter and jelly, man. It just goes together perfect. Uh no, but that makes perfect sense. It has okay. nothing to do with that. It's not. Okay. It's not even interesting. <laughs> but I, it's funny because I didn't even think about that. But that makes Bummer. perfect sense. Okay, no. they go together um, like tea and water. So, uh, hmm. So, say say you're in a, in some countries. Maybe if you're in some African countries or some mm-hmm. Middle Eastern countries, or maybe you're in Russia or something. Um, if you're say doing any sort of business, building something, you're trying to uh, move things along, you might offer some tea and water, or maybe if you get pulled over. Oh, uh, is it to, might... to bribe? 
Yeah, I guess so. But bribe, they... To but, encourage? You know, it's interesting. It is bribing, essentially. Yes. Okay. I actually am going to give that to you. Because, but but they make it clear. They say, uh-huh. they say uh, so it's like money and favors given to someone off, like often bureaucratic workers to get okay. things done. Ah, so, you know, it's kind of greasing okay. the palms. But they also made a point to say that this is not a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like they, this is, it doesn't really have negative connotations. Um, it's, but this is just more of a, like a cultural thing. So like, okay. yeah, it's, I guess it's essentially bribery, okay. like bribery, or, <laughs> but or it's yeah, culturally making, more yeah. accepted there for that to, for business. We, we to have work another phrase way. though, too, that, I mean, it essentially means bribery, the palms. It's a softer than that. Yeah. Isn't there another one too? I thought there was another one. What's the one you were thinking of? I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's not coming to me. <laughs> the one um, I think of is grease mm-hmm. the palms. And that's okay. like, you sort of, you know, to move things along, you sort of, right. that's, I've heard right. that one. And that's essentially like a I thought there was like a car one or like a wheels one or anyways, doesn't matter. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, I f- yeah. Um, doesn't matter. I, I got yeah. one more for you, Jared. It okay. is also Cuban Spanish. And uh, I love this one. Uh, Le Zumba El Mango. Uh, to Zumba is that well Zumba is a a workout based off of dancing um so is Zumba dancing <laughs> uh, according a to this it dance? says throw a mango aggressively uh, okay so nothing to do with dancing throw mm-hmm. a mango aggressively mm-hmm is how I like to take a long like it's just like you're taking a, a like a like a long shot guess like, listen, I'm just going to throw a mango aggressively on my that's, guess of this untranslatable. That's a, that's a great guess, Jared, but no. Um, okay. Like, like you know, I'm wearing this kind of crazy robe today, Jared. Uh-huh. I love and, it. Uh, and, and some people <laughs> like this stuff. Other people might look at it and go, you know what? He's really throwing a mango aggressively right now. Oh, uh, it's like you're trying too hard. You're a little ostent- cause you're it's, like ostentatious. It's, it's when something's... I like ostentatious. I was looking for outrageous, but I'll give By you way, ostentatious. You the I'll first thing you said, ostentatious. That was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Ostentatious. Okay. Or yeah. Uh, it, wait. What's the pr- word you wanted to use? Outrageous. 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 I outrageous. outrageous. Ostentatious is more of a, I guess, uh, like a five dollar word though. That's fair. That's fair. Well, Jared, I think uh, it's time we talk about some uh, sacred animals around the world. What do you think? Yeah. Let's start with. Um, Sacred animals to you. What what what's what's what animals do you find sacred in your life? Chad? Oh, you, you know, other than the the awesome lemurs as my yeah. background today. Um, <laughs> obviously, obviously, my dog. I mean, mm. I I am a dog person. Ever since I was a little kid, I don't know why, but I've always been fascinated by wolves. Yes, uh, I've, wolves yes. and huskies. Um, Balto was like one of my favorite kids' movies, which is a story about a, a, a Malamute, which is like kind of like a husky that goes and gets a vaccine and saves a town. Uh, so Balto? me, for, yeah, for me, it's it's dogs. <laughs> what about you, Jared? What what's your sacred animal? <laughs> I'm just little, sorry, you know, Balto's a real dog. Yeah, there's a statue. It's based yeah, on a true story. I just yeah. saw the cartoon and I remember the cartoon, but then I looked, yeah. I was like, oh, it's a real, it's legit, a real guy. Man. It's legit, a real guy, yeah. real dog. Um, I, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have such a strong. You're connection. not as big of an animal person. I don't think as I am. Is that a there fair are, thing to say? Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yes. I have a strong. I have a lot. I have respect for a lot of animals, though. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I, like, I've, I've grown to respect bees a lot. Mm, um, very I'm, important. I'm very. I'm very yeah, I, you know, I, I don't. I never really thought much about bees. I was afraid of them as a kid. I still kind of am, I guess, because I don't want to get stung. But sure. uh, I've I've grown to have a uh, like I've I've grown to like distinguish wasps and hornets and from bees and and sort of have a, a higher respect for bees. But I don't. I don't. See, I don't, Jared, that's when that's when ignorance turns into knowledge, my man. Yeah. Yeah, you turn that, that fear. Yeah, <laughs> fear is really just ignorance. So that's, that's what I've learned. I'm still true. terrified of a wasp. Right. Moments, though, let's be clear. That's um, fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I I, I, I honestly sometimes I find um, uh, people's obs- uh, obsession with dogs not not I don't have a problem with it, but I don't fully understand mm. how I think like, some people definitely take it too far like those um, people like I know people plenty of people that are like the like the dogs are more important than humans kind of thing right I, I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't get that I don't understand that it's like right. uh, um but I think um, I think uh, I, I agree with you but I think where a lot of people come from Jared is that um they 
I think for a lot of people, they look at animals as being these helpless things that people need to save and, and take care of and all this sure. stuff. Uh, and I think that might be why some people. I agree with you, though. I think some people definitely take it too far. I don't even what, think that, like, we're, I don't even think that, like, quote unquote, humans are quote more important. But it's like, it's like, all right. So you're telling me if if you're at a cliff and mm-hmm. it's like some like your friend or something or your dog is hanging off at the edge, you're gonna be like, sorry, Chad. Right. <laughs> I gotta Thanks, say, Jared. Balto. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I don't know, Jared. Ooh, if I had to pick you or Balto, no, I'd pick you. I'd pick you. Um, well, you between me and Balto, you'd pick me. But what about between mm-hmm. me and uh, Prudence? Is that your current dog's yeah, name? We're, we're, yeah, we're not going to talk about this on the air. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. Uh, well, wow. My, my, no, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Uh, I, I don't even think my parents listen anyway. So, so I'll say you, Jared. No, just oh, yeah, no, because would, your would, parents don't listen, you'll say right. me. But if they were no, to hear, would, you'd be like, listen, no, I, I'd, kick, I'd kick him off. I would, I would pull the scar on to Jared and just smack his hands and look at him. Go, it's Ugh. my kingdom now, Jared. Uh, no, but anyways, um, speaking of dogs, though, Jared, uh, I do think dogs do have a very uh, big spiritual importance in India. Uh, and there is a big festival called, I hope I pronounce it right, uh, Kukur Tihar Festival. Uh, um, sorry, in Nepal, not, uh, not in... in mm, I see Nepal. Nepal here. Yeah, in Nepal. Sorry, I got them confused. Um, but it is related to Hindu culture, um, where uh, they celebrate uh, their relationship with dogs. They put like flower necklaces and and different and bracelets like, on them, and like sort of like uh, this color coloring, yeah, like it's powdery uh-huh. paint kind of stuff on there. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's really interesting too, like the religious significance for a lot of different animals in different. Um, countries and religions, you know, uh, dogs, it seems like are a big one in Hinduism. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know if they play a role in Christianity whatsoever, but I know Hinduism it seems like Hinduism. There's a lot of, uh, animals that also symbolize, uh, gods and stuff, which I think is really interesting and fascinating as I, well. I would say in modern West, a lot of modern Western culture, dogs are probably one of the most like secularly revered animals if that makes any Mm. sense like i think so and and i i mean i get it it makes perfect sense it it, there's really no animal i can think of at least off the top of my head i'm not an expert that is known for being as loyal as as sort of that's true as sort of you know um loving and and, Uh uh-huh as dogs what other are. animal is called man's best friend? And right. I think that transcends a lot of cultural uh, boundaries, uh, for so sure. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, people, obviously people love all sorts of animals or all sorts of domesticated animals. But mm-hmm. I would say that it does seem like you're able to, like, n- like no one would ever call a cat loyal, I feel like. Even people that love oh, their no. cats would Definitely have called them loyal. <laughs> Definitely not. A cat, and if, if a cat cats- was in a deci- had mm-hmm. to choose between another cat or you... On the edge of oh, the cliff, dead. they wouldn't even look you're at dead. you. You're <laughs> dead. Yep. No, you're dead for sure, for sure. But I think I think cats also aren't loyal like dogs are because they don't really need to be. Right. You know. Well, yeah. At um, least domesticated cats aren't right. aren't as relied don't aren't as reliant on humans to survive. Right. Right. Well, even wild cats. I mean, sure. I think. Wait, but you know, there are such things as wild dogs, though. Yeah, there are. That's sure what I know. Are. That's what I just said. Oh, there are. Sorry, I thought you said there aren't. Oh, no. Um, I've seen yeah. them in South Africa. Yep. Right. right. Uh, but yeah, so speaking, though, of cats, Jared, uh, you know, it, it's also interesting. We mentioned symbolism in animals and cats in Egypt. Uh, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of when they think of um, ancient Egypt, you might you might kind of think of like the Sphinx and other things like that, which I think is also pretty, pretty interesting as well. Do you um, know? Do you know why that is? I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not really sure. I think didn't. I'm pretty sure didn't the pharaohs like bury cats with them in their tombs and stuff like that as well. I thought they had a uh, huge significance in uh, in hmm. Egypt way way back in ancient Egypt, but I could be wrong. I have a. I actually have an explanation. I just want to see what your guess was. Oh, cool. The cats. Uh, the people of ancient Egypt were especially known for cat worshiping. The cat's ability to control snakes and vermin made them a symbol of poise and grace. And killing a cat was a punishable punishable offense among Egyptians. And some could you dis- could you get killed or did they chop off your hand? 
<laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, let's let uh, let's assume that it was way over the top. <laughs> right. It's, it could be the death penalty. I mean, yeah. some some places, yeah, do have. I guess laws it also like depends on the cat too. I'm sure there were probably cats that that there, there were probably some like like uh, royal cats back then, or like you know like yeah, the royal be. cat or something. Right. That was like the pharaoh's cat cat or something. Um, Egyptians and how do you spell pharaoh? P A H P A, sorry P H A R A O H. Boom boom. Um, uh, and some deceased cats were mummified like humans uh, to preserve their bodies. So some of them mm-hmm. got that got that full on human treatment too. Right. And that was not. I mean, not, not even all humans got that treatment. I right. don't think. I think I think cats though too are probably revered in a lot of countries and cultures. Be. Like you said, in ancient Egypt, you know, for their grace, their poise. I mean, they're some of the most efficient hunters and killers out there. Um, yeah. And, and I would be willing to bet money, Jared, if domesticated house cats were bigger, uh, there would be some issues, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, have you seen Tiger King yet? I have. I'm done with okay. it. I've watched hey. oh, it all. Good, 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 yep. good. What did you think of it? Speaking of it's, cats. Speaking of big cats, for, for Joe Exotic, those cats were definitely sacred, I think, in the beginning. Um, did you it's see a the crazy uh, series? The Joel McHale, the Joel McHale um, thing, one episode two? I'm like halfway through it. I haven't watched okay. all that. It's yet. not really. It's, I mean, it, it definitely normalizes not everyone same. a little bit, except right. for Joe Exotic, but he's not right. in it. Um, right. But it's. It, well, the only reason I really brought that up was because it was interesting to see that um, all of these people pretended mm-hmm. to have like this such respect and um and admiration for these big cats right and um all of them including carol baskin see carol baskin mm-hmm. <laughs> i can't help but say it that way whenever <laughs> i say it carol seem, baskin seem to um seem to just like uh, like abuse them essentially you know yeah you know i think that's the thing is that any any type of person who gets that extreme about anything whether it's religion big cats you know when you get obsessive like that i think you're i think somehow it's it's also like these people who are incredibly like like religious extremists where they're so obsessed and into something that Mm -hmm. they kind of take it the wrong way you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um sure yeah and and i could kind of see that with tiger king um but yeah there's there's tons of nations though jared where where cats and 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 other you know, like big cats, lions, tigers are very, very popular symbols. Now, what I find really fascinating is that, uh, you know, different countries also have symbols, right? You know, in the States, I think when people think of the U.S., they think of the bald eagle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, lions are interesting because lions are also symbols of countries that don't even have lions in them, right? right. right. Like Belgium and England. Uh, oh, yeah. And I think it's really fascinating. You know, like if you look at... It, doesn't the English soccer crest have a lion on it? For some reason, or, I always thought that was a griffin. Isn't that a griffin? Is it? I could be wrong. English football crest. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I always thought that was a... Uh, it's fascinating. And the interesting thing about the lion, Jared, is at least according to tripvia.com which is like a trivia website about things related to travel and culture. Check out its cool website, tripvia.com. There are 15 different nations that uh, the lion has some type of cultural um, or, or other type of sig- significance, which I think is really interesting. Uh, of the 15 countries that claim the lion as their symbol, seven are located in Africa. So the seven in Africa, Jared, are Ethiopia, Gambia, Kenya, Libya, Morocco, Sierra Leone, and uh, Togo. The mm. UK also claims the lion as a national symbol. Um, and there are also other countries that also revere, revere and identify with the lion, uh, including Luxembourg, Netherlands, Macedonia, Norway, Singapore, and Sri Lanka. I'm sorry. So it's not Belgium. It's Luxembourg. Uh, what about uh, China? Did you say China? I didn't. No. Oh, no. There is that... Uh, okay. Um, I mean, it, I, I don't, oh, it is, yeah, the, their nickname is the Three Lions. For some reason, I thought that was a griffin. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't think it has to be there for you to respect it. I mean, the oh, lion not. is, is, you well, know, that's it's why the, it's symbolic. Yeah. Right? That's why it's symbolic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 
if if you just asked a bunch of children essentially you know what animal do you want or adults for that matter what animal yep. best represents you i'm sure the lion would probably be at the like top five right, most Jared, chosen you, animals. you sign you automatically sign yourself up buddy what is your animal if you are an animal, animal? oh yeah. my gosh i'll um, tell you mine i know mine what you, you say a wolf a minute no i would say a bear for sure mm, if bear. i was an animal i would pick a bear because they're powerful as hell they can eat all sorts of different foods, right? Mm-hmm. They're omnivores. Uh, they climb tre- well, not all bears, but most of them can climb trees, and they can also swim. So it's like, how are you going to get away from a bear? I'm gonna climb after you. I'm gonna swim after you. I'm powerful. So then, I'm bigger than you. You like I'm that to represent you that you can you can murder everything and. Uh, <laughs> I just and think climb. bears are. I think bears are badass. I think bears are funny. I think bears can be cute. I think bears are incredibly <laughs> versatile animal, Jared. That's bears why I are pick funny. A bear. What kind of? You, do you have any? What kind of funny have you, bears have you, have you never you met? seen the video of the bear like waving like this? Oh, Those I guess really, so. You know, I, stuff for like some that. reason I thought you meant like bears know good jokes or something. Oh, they know great jokes, dude. Have you not seen? I guess. Did you uh, not read Berenstain Yogi Bears? Bear, as a he kid? was funny. That's true. I would say. Hey, boo boo. Say what best for sale. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'm more of like a. Um, I want to say like a. Uh, either like a. Some sort of. I, I think I'd, I'd actually swing more towards the big cat. I'm trying to. Okay. I wish Ooh, I knew more about right. animals because I want to say something like. Um, like what are those animals that fight uh, cobras? A uh, mongoose. Oh, you, oh, mongoose. Good choice. But okay. I don't know much about mongooses. What I do know about are a, you a scrappy? Lot of... Is that why you're kind of scrappy? Scrappy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm scrappy. Um, I, I I like to fight. You know, I don't let. I feel like mongooses people... are probably fearless. Have you seen yeah. the video of the mongoose? I just said uh, I was afraid of bees, so I don't know if that's a good. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if you were a mongoose, you wouldn't be afraid of bees. Well, this Jared. is perfect because I think I'm more of a big cat, and I think big cats are scared more scared than one might think, even though agree. they can. I would agree uh, with that. Like they're, they're a little like, skittish. Uh, yeah, a lot, it seems like their instinct in a lot of situations, unless they're hungry in that exact mm-hmm. moment, their instinct is more to run away than right. to confront you. True. Because um, I so think that's it's why because I, they're smart as well. Sure. They, yeah, I they're think like, they're what's the point at, of getting into right. a, a exactly. confrontation with something that I have no idea what it is, essentially, right. if like a human in a Jeep is going by or right. something with people taking pictures. That's why I... Um, I think I would go big cat because okay, um, big cat's a ju- good choice. Good they choice. are, they are like you don't want to mess with them, but they are a little skittish and feared mm-hmm. and, and scary. They are scared. <laughs> They're also uh, loners. Kind, a lot of them are loners. They right. tend to travel alone, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they prefer they, they prefer to work alone um, a lot of the time. And so lions? maybe like a, I'd say, no, no, I'm not thinking a lion. I'm thinking okay. more, because I think lions, like for, a at least from what I've seen, yeah, or, a or like a cheetah or, a or something. Or or a cheetah. Because I feel like lions even sometimes hunt together, like the ladies, I think sometimes. Oh, they sometimes, do. They yeah. usually do. Yeah. And yeah, no, pride. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking more like a, I'm not thinking lions. I'm thinking more yeah. like a, like a cheetah or something. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm lions, pretty fast lions, too, not to brag. Yes, you are. That's for sure. <laughs> I've, I've played soccer with Jared people. I can vouch for him for sure. But yeah, lions seem like a very popular one. Um, at least symbolically, just because, yeah, they're very powerful animals. You know, king of the jungle type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of countries want to view themselves as powerful and not to be messed with. And the irony um, of it is, mm-hmm. is that the, the that they are the lion is considered the king of the jungle. But mm-hmm. we also all know that the male lion, this quote unquote king of the jungle, does no work. Is lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But look at kings. Do kings? Some kings do a true. lot of work. Some don't. I mean, another he, true animal stereotype jared that i would say would be eagles bald eagles specifically and the u.s as a symbol uh yeah and i've always wondered why and then come some meme news coming at you people uh i saw a meme a few years ago that was like i don't know why a bald eagle is the american symbol and then it was like but the eagle swoops down and attacks something and then flies away, mm-hmm. which is kind of like what the American military complex yeah. does. So you're saying that the eagle represents drone strikes? It's just like, where did that come from? 
Uh, <laughs> and where did that go? I'm, uh, I'm saying that, uh, yeah, Eagles come in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They, they, they get their shit done and they fly out of there, Jared. I never really understood why the bald eagle was, was the representation. Like, it doesn't really make any sense to me. I actually, right. did I tell you, I've seen one, I saw one in my neighborhood like a couple months ago and it blew oh, nice. my mind. I was like, I didn't even know these were in Michigan. Uh, right. but, but apparently now, they're, they, they're pretty prevalent these days. Now the really... cool thing about eagles, Jared, is eagles actually represent, uh, as a national symbol, five different continents. Mm, um, so that's that. kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, obviously United States, the bald eagle is our symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, then in Mexico, you have the gold eagle, Zimbabwe, the African fish eagle, Nigeria, uh, just an eagle, Egypt, a steppe eagle. Poland, the white-tailed eagle. Philippines, the Philippine eagle. Uh, Panama, the harpy eagle. Um, and I think a couple other countries as well also have an eagle. Uh, Austria, Germany, I believe also Poland. Um, so the eagle is a very, very popular symbol. When you were in Mongolia, uh-huh. weren't you? What, what kind of? What kind of? Bir- it wasn't an eagle, was it? Didn't you have some sort of giant bird on your hawk. hand? A hawk. It was a hawk. Okay. And that thing weighed like over twenty pounds. Okay, so you really ha- did it. So you had to yeah. really. It was uh, exhausting to support it on your yeah. like tiring. Well, and then yeah, and then what they make you do, Jerry, is they make you kind of move your wrist back and forth, and that kind of simulates for the bird to make them like like they're gonna fall, which then they oh. put their wings out to balance. So, oh, so that's how you get mm-hmm. them first to do that that to the do picture the wing taking thing. move. Yes, but then exactly. also it it probably takes some of the stress off your arm for a right. second because they'll well, and like they, float. Right, and the well, not really. No, oh, you okay. still Never feel mind. their weight. <laughs> but the funny thing is, Jerry, is they had a bigger, uh, a different type of hawk or eagle or vulture or something at the place we went in Mongolia, and that thing weighed over forty pounds. It's wow. crazy to think that's terrifying. Yeah, because forty it's like, pounds. Well, how strong do you have to be to fly? <laughs> To right. Flo- the fly yourself. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I think uh, I think eagles. It makes a lot of sense because you know eagles serve as a symbol of you know like strength and confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the, like not to be messed with. They're a top of the food chain. You know, mm-hmm. there's no one really that the eagles aren't really. There's no, no animal that the eagles really should be afraid of. Right. Um, oh, for yeah, sure. That that makes sense. You know, it's interesting. It. Um, I, well, I wonder. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Does the does the alligator or crocodile ever come up as like a revered animal? Um, Be- well, because I feel like alligators and question. crocodiles are similarly like um, sort of ruthless, right. but they also seem to be also like not re- like 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 people don't have have no respect for them. It almost feels like they're I not think, revered. I, th- I think it's. Yeah, I think it's just because they're viewed, at least when I think of a gator or a crocodile, I think like of a kind pest of almost not a pest, but like a villain, like an mm. evil animal, right? Because like an eagle, what are the odds of you being killed by an eagle? You know, <laughs> that's what true. are the odds of you like unless <laughs> you're what are at the a safari being killed by a lion? Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, okay, is, okay. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh, I guess they're pretty whereas, low if you're in England. Right, right. Whereas, whereas a gator, you know, if you're in in the south in the states, those like, are there's real. Plenty threats. of places. Yeah, yeah they are. Um, so, so yeah, I, I'm not sure why that is though, Jared. You know mm. what's interesting though is the the top five, like the top five most famous animals around the world. Top five national animals. Can I guess um, some of them? Yeah, well, like, already, like as I, in like you've already said a few of them: the eagle, yeah, the lion, said eagle and lion. Try to see if you can figure out the other ones. Eagle now and you, lion. Uh, you mentioned bear. I, I guess maybe that was mine. That was just mine. That was okay. Not, oh yeah, but I, I wonder if is that one of them as it well? Is not because, on there. Okay, at least not according to my list. I know at least in, like I know it's on uh, California's. I believe California's uh, flag has a bear on it. So some places I know right. revere the bear, but not not right. just overall around the world. Berlin um, has a bear as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Another, lion, yes. Lion and uh, eagle we've discussed. What are the uh, other ones? Uh, a horse? Yes. Very good. Okay. Good. What kind of places you, are like the horse? Uh, I mean, the, the, the top one is Mongolia. Oh, right. Uh, yes. Top one that at least comes to my mind is Mongolia. Right. Uh, because in Mongolian culture, I mean, they're a, traditionally, Mongolia was a very nomadic culture, meaning they traveled a lot and hunted, and horses were key to their survival. Now, the interesting thing about horses in Mongolia, though, is they are viewed as a very important part of their culture, but they're 
not only to use for travel, but also for food, which I think a lot of people um, don't understand mm. res- highly respecting something and then also eating it. Um, sure. But, but, you know, it's, it's just a different cultural view. I can understand both sides of that. I, can, yeah. I mean, I can understand yeah. the respect and, yeah, like we respect mm. what the animal, how the, all the ways that the animal brings provides, us. Provides, yes. Yeah, provides for us. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't take it for granted, but we also right. eat it. <laughs> Good. So you got horse, so there's two left, and uh, I don't know if you're going to get these two. Now, one, I feel like I will, um, because it just came to me. Uh, okay. And I don't what know how it? I haven't thought of it yet. Cow. Believe it or not, uh, at least this is according to Tripvia. But I think cow would probably be on the list, but it's not on their list. Okay. Well, let's talk about the cow real quick because it's on okay. a list I have. Sure. And it's a super important animal in a lot of places. super important. And uh, cow is regarded as a holy animal in religions like uh, Hinduism, Jainism, mm-hmm. and Zoroastrianism. Zoroastrianism. Zoroastrianism? Zoroastrianism. I've mm-hmm. never heard of that before. Okay. Uh, the ancient Egyptians, Romans, Greeks, and, Is- and Isra- Israelites also mm-hmm. revered the sacred uh, mammals. For the most part, the cow's holiness is due to its usefulness as a species. Mm-hmm. Its nutrient-rich milk is used for dairy purposes, and its uh, dung is used as fertilizer. Historically, they've been used for tilling the fields. Also, it's said that drinking... Uh, cow urine bestows one with good health, fortune, and prosperity. I'm not going to try that last one. Um, you hey, know, so, it's not for everybody. <laughs> so, so, so they say that, you know, similar to uh, the horse, the cow seems to be revered for all of what it brings to, uh, like, all of its use, except for, yes. I know what you're about to uh-huh. say. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and this is where uh, the thing about eating it, uh, the, or even the th- part about using it as a uh-huh. tool might right. be might be uh, because I know at least in Hinduism uh, they like there's no they don't they revere to the point where it's like don't touch them you can't yeah. you, they're not using them as tools they're not yep. eating them <laughs> right and right. Um, in some areas at least I've heard in some areas of India it's it's sort of annoying almost because um, they're they're kind of roam free and they even can sort roam of freely yeah and slight and slightly even like dense densely populated right. areas right yeah they can roam freely in India. Uh, and just so you know, Jared, in case you're curious, a cow is actually given the honor of a mother in India. Uh, and as you said, you'll observe them roaming around the streets. Uh, cows are considered to be gentle and wish-fulfilling animals and are adorned uh, with garlands and ornaments during festivals. And Krishna, one of the uh, gods in Hinduism, uh, who, or sorry, Krishna, who is an incarnation of Lord Vishnu. Uh, sorry, I need to brush up on my Hinduism 101, clearly. Um <laughs> An incarnation of Lord Vishnu is often depicted uh, as being accompanied by a cow, which I think is really interesting, too. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it is very interesting, you know, which cultures and places kind of draw the line between do we use all of the animal, meaning also do we slaughter it and eat it, or do we, you know, protect it, preserve it, and not eat it? Um, you know, it, it is really fascinating, you know, Um and I think, if I remember correctly, the the religion that seems to be most popular in Mongolia is Buddhism. So that might be a reason why they view it's okay to eat horse, whereas Hindus may mm. view it. That could be completely incorrect, but I'm saying that's just my guess of why it sure. might be. Mm-hmm. Sure. Huh. All right. Okay. So, so give me your other two, though, Jared. By the way, 20 out of 28 states in India currently have various laws regulating uh, slaughtering of cows uh, there. And so they're, mm-hmm. they they have some pretty serious. It's very serious. Uh, yeah, cow very protection serious. laws. Yep. Um, some other animals. So, so two um, more. What do you think are the top five? You got two more. You got to cover. And cows didn't count, right? They, yes, for, for cows your, were not. Uh, not according to my five. list. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to get these two. Okay. Squirrel. Kind of surprising. No, they're okay. both <laughs> rabbit. I will say this: they're both of the same family. You know, okay. you have like your your you have like the, the or species, right? You have fish. Sure. You have different types of bears. You have different types of dogs. This one, it's kind of a one big family of animals. You started with fish. Is it fish? It's not fish. It's not okay. any of the ones that I mentioned. That'd Is it a whale? Easy. Is it a water animal? It's not a water animal. Okay, I don't it's know. It's a predator. It's a predator. It's a predator. A vulture. It's a predator. Uh, <laughs> right, I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, number okay, four, number five, leopard. A leopard is oh, a national okay, symbol. Okay. Ah, see, this is why these are on the list. These are national symbols, not religious mm. or other. Um 
So that's why. So so much like the eagle, there are a variety of leopard species. The, the leopard's my spirit animal. There we go. <laughs> As a national symbol of four countries evenly split. This is where it really is kind of cool. Evenly split between Asia and Africa. In Asia, the snow leopard, also known, in case you're curious, Jared, as Pantera uncia, is the national animal for Pakistan and Afghanistan. And in Africa, the leopard, Panthera pardus, represents Rwanda and Somalia. And now the last animal is also a big cat, Jared, and it is a tiger. So the tiger mm-hmm. is a national symbol of four nations. Um, so the royal Bengal tiger serves as the national animal for India and Bangladesh, and the Siberian tiger, uh, Pantera tigris altaica, proudly represents South Korea, and finally, the Malayan tiger, Panthera tigris jacksoni, is the national animal of Malaysia. So there you go. Yeah, people, people, I mean, the theme here is clear. People Mm -hmm. want to be represented by something powerful it has to of be course. a powerful animal mm-hmm. see it's interesting because there are there are animals that are smart and cunning in their own way but not necessarily powerful like maybe mm-hmm. some frogs out there might be very smart <laughs> and very good at adapting to their right. to their uh, environment and actually very powerful in a in their own sense you know some very poisonous frogs out there for example sure but no one wants to be represented by a frog right i want to give you some fun facts jared Please. Um, so as you mentioned, I think that's a great reca- recap, is that tons of countries do really like to uh, have their symbol be some type of powerful animal, right? Uh, a lot of times it's like powerful, it's like a predator, it's top of the food chain. Um, so that tends to be very common. What's interesting, though, and we've talked about this in a previous episode before, uh, quite a while back, is there are a lot of countries as well that have mythical animals, um, as their symbols, which I think is interesting. Hmm. Um, now, what's also fascinating, Jerry, is the UK and India both actually have the highest number of national animals. They both have five national animals. And they okay. also have two <laughs> mythical animals in Wales and Scotland. Uh, the they? United States also has two national animals, if you didn't know this. I didn't know this. Obviously, the bald eagle, another national animal in the US is, is the American bison. Ah, fun fact for you. Interesting. And then Belgium, Czech Republic, Hungary, uh, Germany, and North Korea are the only countries that are solely represented by mythical animals. Well, do you, can you tell me what any of these mythical animals are? I think in Belgium, isn't there a type of lion? Uh, or no, sorry. Czech Republic, it's a two-tailed lion. In Czech Republic, two-tailed lion. Uh, no idea for North Korea. Please tell me. I want to know that. <laughs> okay. Be- Belgium, it's a type of... Oh, is it a type it is of a dragon? Ty- it says lion for it's Belgium. It's a lion. Okay. Czech Republic, it's a two-tailed lion, I remember. Okay. Am I right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just looked at uh, Belgium. I'm going to look for North Korea. I believe you. Okay. On, um, North Korea national an- uh, national animal mm-hmm. is a winged... Uh, like it has a no official national animal, but the mythical winged horse So it's Kolima like a Pegasus. Oh, interesting. Is, okay. is taken to be a national symbol. Winged... Hungry? What about hungry? Okay. I mean, listen, if you're going to be choosing uh, a national animal, and it really is arbitrary, like, not arbitrary, it doesn't matter, you know, a, a true It's pretty arbitrary, yeah. Uh, T-U-R-U-L. A true is a, uh, ooh, I spelled it wrong, is a uh, mythological bird of prey. Okay. And it looks like it's like a giant, e- like a, <laughs> I don't know, like a dinosaur-sized eagle. Okay. In um, Iceland, it's a, a gri- what the griff griffalcon. Okay. Oh, that's a real animal. So it's like a griffin. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's, a real, cool. that's a real animal. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just I just saw it below and it seemed like it seemed fake, but I was like, oh, that's a real right. thing. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, if you're going like to be doing this, uh-huh. why not just if you're going to be go making crazy. something up, go crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. It's like mine's for like sure. a. Uh, a lion with 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 three snake tails, or mine's <laughs> right. the dog from Harry Potter, the three headed dog from Harry Potter, Severus or whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't know. I'm uh, not yeah. a Harry Potter. But yeah, nerd. it's it's really interesting. Yeah, which countries choose to have a, a mythical creature uh, versus a, a real life uh, animal? It's very fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think some other animals worth mentioning, Jared, as well. So we talked about dogs, cows, lions, the big cats. Which uh, you were right though, Jared, about lions in China. I forgot lions 
a lot of times are depicted in front of temples to guard mm-hmm. temples. Um, yeah. yeah my, I, thought, my, I thought we talked my, about that My before. stupid ass thought they were dragons off of first sight, mm. but no, they're lions. Okay. Um, but yeah, dragons are a big You must have gotten confused with your uh, robe. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Another big uh, popular animal too, though, Jared, is, uh, is monkeys uh, in oh. a lot of places in Asia. You know, I was in Bali and they had the monkey temple. Um, and, and so I think monkeys are another very and popular animal. Is there, are there, were there rules against like touching them and stuff? I mean, or that's just probably for your own safety. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not really sure what, what the, um, laws are, but one of the reasons why monkeys are considered very important in a lot of countries, uh, is, uh, and why they have temples dedicated to them is because of a God called Hanuman, who is the monkey God, which is a devotee of Lord Rama. Once again, uh, I believe this is Hinduism. Um, so yeah, so monkeys, mm. it's also, there's a lot of countries in Asia, um, that have different monkey monkey uh, temples in Nepal, I was born in the year of the monkey. Yep, yep. Jared's trying to bait me to say you're a monkey. I'm not going to do it, Jared. <laughs> That's not true. I didn't uh, even cross my mind. I'm just teasing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so there's a ton of different animals, um, you know, in various different countries, and I think mm-hmm. it's also kind of interesting, you know, which which animals we tend to think of when we think of other countries. So I wanted just to wrap up our main segment, Jared. I want to say an animal, and I want you to give me the place that just comes to mind first. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll start out easy. When you think of a lion, what country or place comes to mind? Or maybe that's well, a difficult one, but yeah, lion. Obviously, China comes okay. to mind to me. Um, uh, England now okay. comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Now I know those aren't griffins. Mm-hmm. Um, now... No, I can't think of specific countries, but I definitely mm-hmm. think of Africa just because that's mostly continent. That's yeah, where lions sure. come from. Okay. Um, you know what country I think of, Jared, when I think of a lion? Uh, no. What country Jamaica. Because the lion is also oh, a very prominent symbol in Rastafarianism. Oh, I didn't even know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. How about a bear, Jared? A bear. Uh, when I hear bear, I think... Um, I think the U.S. Okay. I think um, China. I think like a panda. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true. Panda. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. Pandas aren't sacred. I don't think. But they seem. People seem they're, to respect. I, they're pandas. very important. Yeah. They're yeah, incredibly important. Trying to force important. them to yeah. bang and all the time. All, <laughs> forcing them to bang all the time. <laughs> um, bears. That's probably. That's maybe Canada. I'm you know what Canada. country comes to my mind immediately with bears? What's that? Russia. Oh, yeah. Russia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Because there's tons of videos of people who, who live with bears or train bears and <laughs> looks like they come <laughs> from Russia. Didn't, like, Khabib Nurmagomedov, didn't he train on bears, like, fight bears as a kid or something? Who, yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, all right, so we've covered bears. All right, let's 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 make this a bit mythical, Jared. What about dragons? Uh, once again, China. Okay. I think of um, a lot of different Asian countries. I also yeah, think of Bali. Japan. Japan, sure. Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, dragons. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a, a lot of the Asian countries I mentioned for okay. sure. All right. Um, how about I'll give you one more. What about um? Let's see here. What a ooh. What about owls, Jared? Owls. Owls. Uh, I definitely think the U.S. Um, owls. I think are have this weird sort of smart guy vibe going on yep. here. In the, yep. In the U.S. Sure. And they are. You know, it's interesting. It's interesting. They are sort of looked at as like kind of cute. And I right. feel like a lot of people well, depends disregard, on the culture. Depends sure. on the well, culture. Well, I mean, in, in the U.S. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. a lot of people sort of disregard the fact that they're ruthless killers, right. similar to like an right. eagle or something. Right. I think. I think in. I think in Japan. It's either Japan, China, or South Korea. Uh, owls are viewed as like a bad omen. Like if you see oh, an owl, so if you see an around, bad's like bad's about to happen. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. It's exactly. like, oh God. That's I right. I mean, how often do you see an owl too? They're First of all, they're nocturnal. And right. even even so, they're still pretty like sneaky Hey, we, like, might, we might have creatures. some listeners who are night owls, Jared. They might see, That's see one true. fly by their window. That's um, true. You know, Jared, if you do Good see luck. an owl though, and you, you got some bad vibes going... If you need to change up your vibes a little bit, oh, yeah. uh, I think uh, mm-hmm. you can tune into our song on the pod this week called Temba Tumba Timba by Los Timba. Van Van, thank you, uh, which is a Cuban group, and uh, it's a fantastic song. Uh, what are your thoughts on it, Jared? I mean, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's what you think if you think like 
Um, Cuban music. Yeah, yeah. It makes you want to dance. Mm-hmm. Not the only thing is it makes me want to dance, but I know that I I can't dance on on the level that this music expects of right. me. Or anywhere close to it. I imagine being in Cuba, going onto the dance floor, starting to dance with a Cuban woman, and she's and she just being like, "I don't have time for this," uh, <laughs> and going to That's some fair. Cuban man that moves his hips way better than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very fun. It's light. It's very horny. Right. <laughs> that's not Jared means there's out a, a brass as, section. There's yeah. a lot of horns. Horn section. Not go I'm as I have to start using that from now on. Yeah, it's pretty horny. That song right there is pretty horny. Oh, no. People are going to be like, what? Like, don't worry. My friend Jared taught it to me. It's okay. It's all good. But yeah, there is a great brass section, which I think is pretty uh, common with a lot of awesome Cuban music. And mm-hmm. you know what, Jared? If you can listen to the song and not tap your feet or get the urge to dance, mm-hmm. um, I think you need to call somebody and make sure your soul yes. is still there, mm-hmm. um, because this is definitely a song that will get you a move. Check it out on our YouTube channel and our Song of the Pod playlist, uh, Untranslatable Podcast on YouTube. What, yeah, what got you, have, you into the Cuban Cuban music vibe today? <coughs> was it just today or something? It was just today. Yeah, I just it's sunny out. The weather's beautiful. It's so I nice. wanted something upbeat and and you know, Cuban music to me it always just comes off as very lively, very. Um, vibrant, you know. Uh, so yeah, so mm-hmm. check it out. Temba, Temba, Tumba, Timba on our YouTube channel by the group Los Van Van. It's fantastic. Uh, it'll get you up and moving and bring yes. some sunshine into a dark day if you're not having a shiny day. So Jared, now we have our word of the pod today. I am slowly but surely making progress on my Russian skills here. But before I tell you the word, Jared... I will tell you this word is animal, and just just for for laughs, Jared, can you uh, can mm. you try to read this for me? Sure, sure. Let me pull it up real quick. Okay. Oh come on! What is that? A space invader? <laughs> <laughs> so I will tell you, Jared. That first letter, it's it looks like a kind of like an X with like a line in the middle of it. Kind it of. It looks like a space invader <laughs> uh, or a space invader, uh, depending on how old you are. Yeah, that's an um, old game. <laughs> um, that makes a je sound, Jared. A je. Okay. Jnoto. Uh, no. So Okay, so I'm going to help you out, Jared. Okay. And see, they say, Jared, the reason why I'm helping Jared out with this, people, is they say when you really learn something and you want to know it, you got to teach somebody it. So I'm going to teach Shnotro. you how to read this alphabet okay, okay. real okay, quick, okay. Jared. Yeah. So the first, the first letter is a je. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one, it looks like to an American, it looks like a backwards N. That's yeah. an I. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's an I. So the first two sounds together would be je. Je. Okay. Je. The next je. one, it's a B, but in Russian, a B makes a V sound. So we have jiv. Okay. See, last time there was that little B in that uh-huh. last word, but that was different because yep. that was a lowercase B. I mean, it's yes, not a correct. B at all. But they look like a lowercase b. So that's why this time I skipped over it because I thought, oh, I wonder if this is no. Only the lowercase, only the lowercase one. uh, See, that's where my Mm -hmm. Roman English. That's where my Roman. uh, Right. You have to uh, retrain your brain when you learn how to read Cyrillic. It's not lowercase b versus uppercase b. That's just what they happen to look like to my my brain. Correct. Yeah, you have to really retrain your brain to read so Cyrillic. So we're at Jiv at this point? Yep, Jiv. Jiv. Then the O is the same. O is the Jivo, same. Jivo. Okay, the T is the same. Jivot. Good. The H is an N. Jivotne. Jivotnoya. 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 So there you go, Jared. That is how you say animal in Russian. Jivotnoya. That's... That's so. very tough to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh huh. That's good luck. Mm-hmm. Good. Yep. Luck. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Spasiba. Uh, good. All right. So that is our foreign word of the pod today. So to recap today's episode, uh, we covered some of the sacred and symbolic animals in different countries. Mm-hmm. A lot of the animals seem to be kind of powerful, predatory animals like lions and tigers and eagles, um, mythical creatures as well, like dragons. Um, or if you're in North Korea, what was that one called again, Jared? Is that oh, winged yeah. horse? Yeah, winged K- horse. Kalima. There we go. Um, so yeah, and then some sacred animals obviously are the cow in Hinduism. The dog Kalima. also plays a big role in Hinduism as well. 
Um, so there's tons of animals out there that have very uh, various sacred and symbolic meanings. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I think the kind of takeaway from this, Jared, is a lot of these animals. Um, are also animals people have a lot of respect for, whether it's mm-hmm. a religious reason, a cultural reason, uh, a, a status a reason. There's reason. a lot of reason. A realistic <laughs> they reason, right. They can kill you, straight up <laughs> murder you. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we hope you enjoyed today's episode focused on sacred and symbolic animals in different countries and cultures. Let us know what's your spirit animal and what symbolic animals you like at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Slide into our DMs on Twitter. Send Jared a badass picture of an animal, please, at untranslatable1, the number one. Or you can also slide into our DMs on Instagram as well, untranslatablepodcast, and you can check out some cute pictures of my dog if you'd like to see at some point. Um, So... Also, lastly, please let us know what we can do to make this podcast better for you. Give us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. So, as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Děkujeme, muchas gracias, shishe, and dosvidanya.